Brady's Arva Limited, main dealers for Volkswagen cars and commercial vehicles, have been serving the needs of the motoring community in Cavan, Longford, Leitrim, Monaghan, Mead and the surrounding counties for over 50 years. A family-owned and family-run business, Brady's are famous for their long association with the GAA. If you're looking for a new or used car or commercial vehicle, check out Brady's Arva Limited. They provide an unrivaled sales and after-sales service and are open six days a week. Brady's Arva Limited. Get on the winning team today. See www.bradysarva.ie for more details. Check out We Are Calvin football podcast in association with McAvoy Super Value, Virginia. Real food, real people. Try Super Value's own range in store today. Quality products at one toward the price of branded labels. McAvoy Super Value, Virginia. Supporting local. We Are Calvin podcast. Because Calvin's not just a place, it's a people. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to the We Are Calvin McAvoy Super Value podcast. I'm Damien Donoghue, and I'm joined by the dream team of Michael Hannon and Paul Fitzpatrick here in the pod. Rapturous uh, applause here now in the, in the background, but luckily we're in a soundproof studio. So it's uh, we're going to be looking uh, over the All-County Football League and discussing the structures and, and exactly what benefit or is it a, a negative uh, effect that the final round of the league being played on the what is it the 20th 20 the 17th 18th of October when the previous round was probably three months before that but I suppose Michael you know round nine it's the one people are trying to avoid relegation or look for promotion or win the league out you know but even you you with Drumgoon would have been in a situation where you were either at a relegation end of a Division 1 or a promotion of Division 2 for a number of different occasions, even at that point, was training still as as beneficial as, as in preparation to championship? No, like as soon, it's the same, I think, with every club. As soon as the championship's over, enthusiasm just disappears. Uh, just goes away, like. And it's the, a couple of diehards that will turn up for training and keep the thing going. And uh, most people just don't want to be playing football once the... Uh, lure of championship is gone you know Yeah, the, the whole build of the GEA is that it lives and dies on championship and yet even if there is a lot to play for at the end of the year when the championship is gone people don't care about the league so you know this idea of league games being played after championship it's something we have to get rid of is it? Well the GEA is kind of unique in that if you look at every other competition in the world it's the league that is is sacrosanct, and it's the, you know the other competitions, the cup competitions, don't take up near as much prestige. But it's it's the other other way in the GA. I, I remember reading uh, an article a few years ago in the paper where it was talking about the national league, the intercounty national leagues, and it said it's the only competition in the world that they could think of that it started with a bang, you know, in Crow Park with a big crowd and lights and all that, and it finished with a whimper, you know, in <laughs> yeah. Crow Park at a half empty stadium, <laughs> and true. nobody's even interested in what's going on at that stage. Um, so uh, you know that even if you water that down to what happens at the club scene, it, it's it's replicated in the club scene. Just isn't the same enthusiasm for league as there is for championship. And if you 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 want to make the leagues, you know, want to make them more prestigious, or you want to, you know, let them, you know, be, be be the main comp. Well, they'll never be the main competition, but don't let them be such a poor second cousin to to the main competition. 
might just even help if you have them wrapped up before the championship is over, you know? Yeah, it, from a coaching point of view, more than anything, I, where I'd be looking at it is that in order for any any sport, regardless of whether it's Gaelic football or rugby or hurling, the number one aspect you need when you're coaching a team or a player or an individual is to motivate them. And once championship is over, motivation is gone. So when you're trying to coach a team at that point, without motivation, without any real desire, they're not learning. They're not getting any better. So you're wasting time coaching yeah. teams at that time of at year. this time of year, teams are just completely going through the motions. Absolutely. Team, guys are just turning up because out of a sense of duty, other guys, no sense of duty, aren't turning up. And, you know, it's, it's not right. Because like, if, you, if you look at the Cavan Gales, Balanyas situation, one of those two clubs, right? Two of the biggest clubs in Cavan, and one of them is about to get relegated. Uh, not for certain. Well, not for certain, yeah. We'll talk about that in a second. <laughs> but, you, you know, if one or the other loses it this weekend, they're in a. They're, in a serious, they're relegated. They're relegated, they yeah, are, yeah. They're so. relegated. One of them, if, if there's a loser this weekend, there, there definitely will be a relegation yeah. between. The, the losing team will be relegated, which, which is a, a, a strange thing, I suppose. It, it, you're talking about either the senior champions of last year or the year before yeah. being relegated. Is it? Is it like they wouldn't have played championship now in what five, six weeks, maybe? Yeah, at least. Yeah. Okay. Balinya was before quarterfinals. Yeah, Balinya beat was, them out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah the before the quarterfinals. Yeah. yeah, and Calvin Gale's in the quarterfinal by yeah. Kingscourt. So you're talking two weeks back you're talking four and a half weeks five weeks from when they'd have played from when Cavan Gales would have played competitively six weeks for Balanya. Yeah. but when when we look at it and we might as well seem as we have hit on it um, there, there's debate because earlier on in the week I was looking at it and I my first thought was that it's head to head which would mean that a draw would have put Balanya and Cavan Gales safe but we think we figured out differently Paul yeah, I, I think you can't go to head-to-heads when there's more than two teams tied on the same number of points. So it was the same with the National League earlier on in the year. When it was very hard to, to figure out the permutations going into the last day because head-to-heads only come in when there's when there's two teams level. So that, the, you had a situation this year in the last last day of the Division 2 League where Galway could have been relegated or promoted by a, by a crazy sequence of events. If they all had happened, due to head-to-heads and everything else, they could have actually been relegated or promoted. What's going to happen is if Balanya win, Cavan Gales will be relegated and Lavi, Lavi will play Lacken to decide the other spot. If if Cavan Gales win, uh, Balanya will, no, will play Lacken in a playoff and Lavi will be relegated. Because the head to head between Balanya and Lavi. No, I think you're <coughs> wrong there. I think Balanya, that would then, head to head would then come in and Balanya have been beaten by Lavi. In the head-to-head. Sorry, it was a draw. It was yeah, a draw, yeah, just so, looking so, back so over. There you go, yeah. I, I'm right, I think. A win for the Gales would see Lacken and Balnia play off and Lavi go down. Damien, you're, you're not right, Damien. <laughs> no matter what way you try and spin this, this is our second take on this podcast. Because <laughs> you had to be right the first time when you were wrong. And you're still wrong, okay? Go on, And, go and on. If, if they draw, they'll play again. Gavin Gales and, B- and Balnia will play. And the reason they play again is because the head-to-head won't come into it because there's four teams on the same points and therefore it'll come to score difference which means Balanya is minus 11 currently, Cavan Gales are minus 7. And so score difference obviously then comes in for Balanya and Lavi in the same scenario and Lavi have a far worse score difference of minus Yeah, so Lavi, if it's 
if it's a draw, Lavi are down and, and Balnia and the girls will play off to see who, who joins them. Right, right. So it's very, 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 very tight down there. And that game is on uh, Sunday at 2 o'clock, I think, is it? It's at sun- Sunday at 2 o'clock, yeah, in Terry Coyle. And the uh, the interesting thing as well was that, that King scored were losing by two points at half time. And if it had stayed like that, they were go- they could possibly have been drawn into that relegation mess. Sure, yeah. And th- the sides were level going into injury time. They got a free, Philip Smith scored it. And King scored are now in a playoff to go into the league final. If they, if they had been... If he'd have missed that and they conceded one more point, they could possibly have been relegated. Again, against Kasserahan in that playoff. Against Kasserahan again. And the winners play Rammer. So they'll have played Kasserahan in three big games in the space of you know, a month probably. Yeah, just looking down through the rest of the divisions. Um, Imagine your wedding day with unparalleled service, commanding views and mature grounds on one of Ireland's most beautiful family-run countryside estates. Located on our private shores of Loch Sheelan, Crover House Hotel in Cavan offers a personal service to each couple. A limited number of 2016 wedding packages are still available. Call 049-8540-206 today. Our unique location for your unique occasion. Crover House Hotel. You know... I suppose to go back into Division 3 where the the head-to-head rule again falls out because we had a number of teams conceding fixtures. It's not a, it's not an ideal scenario again. No, I think it's Temple Porter up and then you've got three other teams uh, in a three-way playoff. Kildallan, Cornafane and Drung. Yeah, and they all play each other and the top two in that would play again to decide who goes into the, into that the, way to the work final. It? That's the way they're working it. So how many games does it take for three teams to play off? Three games? Yeah. Yeah, so that's games, but yeah. it's three weeks. Three it's weeks. Three weeks yeah. for three and games. And then they play again. In the final, is it? And then, then they play a Tampaport in the final. So you're talking about Christmas dinner. <laughs> well, so. are lucky that like if Tampaport have a run in Ulster, that's okay. They're gonna be ticking along nicely before they have to play a league final. And that league final could be perfect for them if they need a game. Yeah. You know, if they want you know and again this is pro- sounds disparaging to the league, but if they want Let's there is no league final, sorry. Is there not no, league no there's no league final in all county football league. So okay. Templeport have no more league games to play regardless. Okay, they just have to cup out. Paul's looking at me as if I'm incorrect there, but there's no league finals. Only in Division One. Oh. Yeah. Oh, interesting. Didn't know yeah, that. Because basically the 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 Breffney League is the so called league final now yeah. and your your carrot is promotion in oh, the right. leagues. I, I wasn't aware of that. Yeah, no, because um Basically, we we found a fact out uh, that currently. Well, why go ahead in Division in Division One then? Because otherwise, there's nothing to play for in Division One, for the top. Basically, okay, yeah. if you there's no promotion. Well, the team that finishes top should be called the league champions. Should be called the, the league champions. Should be, but what ends up happening, or or what they looked at, was that last year there wasn't the league final in Division One. I don't think. Um, maybe there was. I'm not sure. But basically, what they were afraid of was there was Kingscourt won it. Against Castleran. You're right. But what they were afraid of in Division 1 was that if a team was cruising out in front, then the team that was, had no worry about being relegated didn't, you know, didn't really go out and compete. So that's why they, they brought in this, that the top team plays in, is automatically in the final and second and third then play a semi-final essentially to get into the final. But that team that they were afraid of not competing, why would they compete any better now? Because they've the chance of silverware. Top four finish, they could get silverware. But like, Top would, three. It, would it not be more better if they said you have it? Like, if they linked that incentive to do well somehow to the championship, that you can't be drawn in the preliminary round, for example. Well, there's no preliminary round for next year on. 
But let's say for the last number of years that they had one. It's seeded it, even. You yeah, know, why not seed the championship? Absolutely. Yeah. The Munster Championship is seeded. Makes sense to seed the championship. Yeah, well, they, they definitely... Like, why not me, say the top four, me, top say four finishers are in the senior championship are seeded in the senior championship? Just keep the, those four separate. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that, there's an incentive and a half. The, fo- the top four in the league. Yeah, basically, you're worried about can the, avoid each other. The team that's sixth or seventh and hovering along, that's not in relegation danger, or you know, fifth or sixth. If they can push on and, and make fourth, and be guaranteed of avoiding three other big guns in the first in the championship, that'd be something we're playing for. Yeah, definitely, it's it's something that needs looking at. I suppose, in, in fairness, so the county board are looking at changing the structure and the, and the calendar, um, to as best they can suit other clubs, but. Or the, or the clubs and the club players, but the first thing they have to solve is this this idea of league being taking place after championship. It's it's worthless. It 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 devalues the league the whole way through the year. Then, whereas at least if there was a carrot like you're talking about that your championship uh, position is dictated to by your league form, it it would be a carrot. But it, as it stands, league is getting less and less important every yeah. year. But here's another thing to consider: like every club that is you know, has a manager there that's turning up still twice or three times a week and doing these training sessions. Like, that's co- that's a financial strain on those clubs for for what another two matches or if they're lucky three. You know, and you know, if every club should be up in arms about this when they sit down and say, "Well, God, that's another." Especially in a year when the clubs were called in and asked for more money from the county board to to help pay off this debt on Kingsman Brefty Park. Surely there's there's extra. I don't know how much you're talking about, but like if you're, t- I'm just trying to work out in my head. We we'll say there are definitely teams who would be two months out of championship now, and had to continue training for two months for this league. So if you even put a conservative figure of a hundred euro a week on that, that's eight hundred euro a club could yeah, be. It's more than that. You're talking about running floodlights. Hmm. Traveling expenses for whoever it's more. It's more well, than maybe that. players coming down. Hot water, water showers, yeah, electricity. Yeah, yeah. yeah. it wouldn't yeah. stop at a thousand euro yeah. for for the clubs. Whereas if the All County Football League was finished when ch- before Championship got really going. Now I have no problem with maybe giving one round of Championship, playing one ra- the last round of the All County Football League, and then finishing off your Championship. Then provided that when a team is knocked out of Championship, they're done. Their season is over. That's. That is the number one thing I think they have to solve here in Gavin. Yeah, I, I, I'd say it's the same situation in most counties. Oh, it is. It is what I shouted that. Yeah. yeah. It probably needs to be solved nationally. Yeah. Yeah, I wonder. Yeah, that's, that's exactly it's, it's fitting the time in. But do we need to bring back in the point, I think a couple of years back, maybe Paul, you know more on this than me, but where they got rid of the midweek fixture that there was no senior games allowed to be played midweek. Was that a deal that was done a couple of years back? I'm not sure of that. Yeah, I know that what was done a couple of years ago was there'd be no league games for a while, and then there was a there was an absolute splurge of games, and they were playing Wednesday, Saturday, Saturday, Wednesday, Sunday. I think that was a few that, years. That ago. was there about three years That's ago. That's right. Like. And then they basically and then players were getting injured because they were running off all those games in about three weeks, while at the end of the national football league and before the county really took hold of the players for championship, and then fellas were playing five league games and getting injured, mm. which which defeated the purpose of even. Having them in with the county as well, it is very tricky. In fairness, it's a tough one. Mm. It's yeah. like ha- it's like handball. There's probably too too many grades, too many things. Like they probably complicated things with the Brefney League, even though the intention was good, and I can see what they were trying. 
but it's complicated things. It's definitely diluted the quality of league football that's been played, and it's had a massive negative impact on reserve football as well. Well, it's definitely had that on reserve football. I have to say, I like I like the idea of the Breffney League, but I just don't think clubs bought into it. But it's like communism. It's a great idea on paper, but I just don't think it works. Yeah. I don't think it works. People don't aren't buying into it, and they just think. I'm a Alan fan Tark of communism, personally. <laughs> <laughs> Alan Tarek said it for the county final. He said, "Look, it's 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 glorified challenge games." Um, I thought it was a great idea when they first brought it out, but it doesn't just doesn't seem to work in practice. No. It's interesting enough. Uh, Another thing, Damien, just to throw in there, a thing that I proposed a couple of years ago, and I, I remember getting on to someone in the county board about it, and he thought it was a great idea, and he asked me to put it down in, in writing, and I said, I'll do better than that, I'll put it in the cell. But nothing <laughs> nothing ever came of it. You, you, you're you, a man who's, who knows a lot about secrets in football, Mickey. Yeah. <coughs> My idea was, play Thanks. the... <laughs> no problem. Play, play the under-21 championship on a, on a Sigerson format for over a weekend and make it the under-21 festival. Base yeah. it in Caventer, and you've got Drummolee, you've got the new brilliant pitch at Kiligary, you've got Breffney Park, you've got the 3G, you've got but- the new pitch at Butler's Bridge, and make it, sell it as a weekend pass, and, and run it on a... Because all these lads are, are home anyway. Get them home, same as the Sigerson, get your Friday off, and run it Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. And you pick your your eight teams for Division One Under Twenty One Championship. Why not? Why not run it on this weekend? And you could have four days at it. Oh, what a championship you'd have! It'd be so exciting. I know football fanatics like us. We'd be we'd be stuck. We'd be in Cavan Town the whole weekend. Yeah. You could actually you could actually get probably um, this is Cavan tourism funding and make a big weekend festival of that. Bring people home for it and say we're going to put on our best young players who are loaded to the to the gills with with Ulster medals and they're going to be playing in. All around Cavan Town in competitive, cut and trust stuff. I think it would be brilliant. Instead of li- instead of this situation where the under twenty one championship, which is a good championship, but lingers on right up until Christmas. before Christmas. Yeah, but like the, the thing about the Sigerson is that they went away from the three week, three day weekend and reverted to a two week, uh, two day weekend because again sure. concerns about burnout. Uh, well, not even burnout. It's it's the consecutive days. Uh, the, the stress that goes through the body and the soft tissue injuries that you pick up. I remember when a Sigerson panel rolls up to play that weekend, right? They're rolling up with somewhere between 30 and, and 40 players. Yeah. When an under-21 team rolls up to play that, right? So let's say you're playing in Division 2 and you're rolling up with, with 15 or 16 mm-hmm. players and you're expected to play three days in a row and True. a couple of lads pick, pick, up, pick up injuries. I think I think it could maybe it could be something that could work over... Uh, you two know, weekends, two weekends, maybe, or you, you just have to be careful with it. But again, like, wh- wh- why would that need to? Be, if if you're going to run it that way, why would it need to be played in the depths of October? Like, oh yeah, it wouldn't have to be. Yeah, it wouldn't have to be at all. Do but I'm just wondering where would you, where would you fit it in elsewhere in the year? Um, but anybody that's ever been to Sigerson weekend, like, it's a it's a brilliant weekend of football. Like, and yeah. you, the thing is, you don't just have the Sigerson football; you have all the different levels. So there's maybe six competitions in total going down. But f- uh, from you know, Sigerson Trench, Sigerson Trench, and all the way down to, uh, to the divisions, you know, um, and it's it's a brilliant weekend. Could you replicate the same thing at cl- club level in a county? I there's no county doing it, is there? No, I think it'd be a groundbreaking thing. And I know you're saying that Sigerson panels have thirty odd players, whatever. But a lot of those um, teams in the cabin on the twenty one championship are amalgamations, like La- La- Asan Gales are bringing in. A few Although teams. I did see the l- the list this year. And there are a lot of single clubs in it this year. Yeah, there are actually. Yeah, there's 24 entries in it this mm. year, I think, which is the highest in a long time. Yeah, so it's it's possibly, I, I I can definitely see 
the the issue with it, <coughs> like like communism, it's a good idea on paper, but uh, in practice, it just mightn't work. Yeah. And it's also devised by a dictator. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, but look at, I suppose in, in conclusion, the uh, the All County Football League definitely needs to be looked at in Cavan in order to benefit because we are asking more of of our players at club level than we've ever asked. We're we're, we're asking for more commitment that they look after their diet, they go out, they get into the gym, they do their own work. And then on top of that, we're asking it to drag on for longer than we've ever asked. So something needs to happen there to change in order to make sure that when we're training footballers, that we're getting the best out of them, that we're not just training them to a no end. Yeah. Like, it, like nobody really knows the amount of games a person should play in a year. You know? Like, and I, I often wonder why that hasn't been studied at this stage. Saying well, it was, Mickey. There was Crow Park, um, Medical and Scientific Committee had a recommendation. Yeah, and it wasn't 21 games in a year. 21 games. I think it was 21. Yeah, well, like it should be nearly capped that you can, you know, if you're under a certain age, you can play between plus or minus that. Or, you know, like I often look at um, the NBA and the players have contracts and, and the amount of minutes that they can play is wrote into their contract. Obviously, there's the incentive there that if they're 32, they can only play so many minutes per season because they know well they have to look after the body if they want to get the next contract they have to be injury free is that from a club point of view no the, 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 player, the, the, the players the union yeah. the players union insists that these contracts are wrote up so that players can't be abused like, um, and when the when they had the shortened season because of the, the lockout a couple of years ago they they the NBA wanted to play obviously the NBA wanted to play as many games as they can so it's 82 regular season games so the, they knew they weren't going to get to play 82, and the number that was mooted was 66 or something like that, right? So they want, they were going to play 66 games, but it was over a much shorter period. So sometimes teams have to play back-to-back, two nights in a row. But what they were trying to do that night was get them to play back-to-back-to-back. And again, this was a big sticking point with the players' union, saying, well, hold on, our players have these contracts, they can only play so many minutes. And It, it was player welfare was built into the contracts. Same in the Major League Baseball. Players know, like for example, if any if you ever watched a game of baseball, you know you can play baseball all day, every day. If all you're doing is fielding and and uh, batting, but if you're a pitcher, if you're throwing that ball at ninety miles per hour, you, you can only throw it so many times before your shoulder comes off. So again, they have that built into their contracts that in a major league baseball, all teams have to have four pitchers and they rotate them. So that's why you might see someday, one evening, one team, you know the Chicago Cubs will beat the New York Mets and the following even the Mets will trounce them. And the reason could be that they, they're both forced to play with different pitchers which ultimately completely changes the dynamic of the game, you know? But that's what's built into their contracts that they can't pitch... All, in. all sort of about player welfare. Though. Yeah, it's all, it's all about player welfare. And that's all well and good. You're going to buy into that if you're a player because you know, well, if I get injured at 32 and have to retire, that could be three contracts, each one of them worth five million a year that I have to forgo for the next eight years because I can play till I'm 40 if I'm playing baseball or same with basketball. Obviously, we don't have that carrot in Gaelic games where people are thinking about the longevity of their career because at the tail end of their career, they're not thinking about the millions that they're going to be making. Yeah. So there's no like it's 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 a kind of it's a complex I- issue. But in terms of striking the right balance, I think as an exercise, it would be great if somebody took, let's say, last year's fixtures and said, "Let's see every fixture, every game that was played in this country, hurling and football in every county, and let's see if a computer can come up with a set of fixtures." that would have been workable for every county board. Mm. You know, to sort of take the power away from the county boards for making the fixtures. 
like as if Crow Park was deciding when all these games were going to be played. Yeah. And see, as a f- as an exercise, some computer programmer can write some sort of algorithm to do the, like they do they do with the soccer in England. You know, it's all put in. Somebody presses a button, all the teams are put in. Somebody presses a button, and all the fixtures are spun out for every team. You know. Yeah, maybe yeah, the Premier yeah, League could lend us that computer. It, you'd imagine it could be done, but you never know because I remember when when Paul Brady broke his finger, and he he went to, to a surgeon and he was like, "There's nothing we can do with it," and he had a constant bend in his finger. And he was telling me, and I was like, are you telling me they, they can turn a man into a woman and they can't straighten your finger? <laughs> so you just never know. Like. That's very true, very true. Check out We Are Calvin football podcast in association with McAvoy's Super Value, Virginia. Real food, real people. Try Super Value's own range in store today. Quality products at one toward the price of branded labels. McAvoy Super Value, Virginia. Supporting local. Romar Energy. Offer the best energy solutions for your home and business. We offer A-rated condensing boilers for gas and oil, solar thermal water heating systems, and cost-effective systems for generating heat. So if you want us to help you cut your fuel bill by 50%, check out romarenergy.ie. Romar Energy, working towards a greener planet.